It's so good to be home. Well, the years start coming and they don't stop 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 coming Till it's ogre. I'm usual host Will, and who's that giggling already? But my good buddy Matt Serafini. How you doing, Matt? Good, Will. How about you? I'm all right. And we also have back on the mic our regular friend Chris Sheridan. How you doing, Chris? Hey, how's it going? And uh, really quick, just let me say, who's the guy? Who's the guy? Who's yeah, the that's guy? right. So we're having Thanksgiving or Friendsgiving, actually. Mm-hmm. We're all gathered here at our table. We have an assortment of food, I guess, and various things. We didn't actually, uh, you know, plan this out, but, you know, an assortment, an assortment like of food. I it's food, you guess. Yeah, food, I guess. Well, I don't know. We haven't eaten it yet. Right. Uh, you know, it could just be, you know, plastic for all I know. Yeah, but we did that in Scooby-Doo. That is true, yeah. That's a nice callback. I appreciate that, Chris. I appreciate your thoroughness to the show. Yes, I'm devoted. Uh, yes, you are. But, uh... We're not alone. That's right. We have a special guest. Who's that Not guy? only at the table, but on the podcast. Do you want to introduce him, Matt? Sure, yeah. We're, we're joined uh, this this month by our good friend of the podcast, John Negroni. Hey, everyone. Hey. How are you all doing? He's Hi. straight from Cinemaholics yeah. to Ogre Time. It's, it's That's good. right. We love a crossover episode. Yes, we I'm do. I'm happy to be here. And, uh, you know, I've missed you guys since it's been five years. I was going to say, yeah, it's, uh, you haven't been on the show since September of 2017. Yeah, I have been invited. That's right. Yeah, we've tried to make it work in the past, but unfortunately, for various reasons, you have been unable to come back. But it's the last season, and we carved out time very uh, specific to make sure that you could do it, and you're here. Well, I never told and you you're why, back on though. the show. That's he's, right. Why. He's like, no, I'm a cinemaholics elitist, and I will not be on your show. So <laughs> I was going to allude to this, but I I have gotten some emails from Matt and Chris about this, saying, oh. uh, "John, we know you're a big shot. Um, oh. You know, you're on a film review podcast, but mm. Ogre is not a film review podcast, and you maybe need to take a step back and talk to us when you're a little bit more experienced." So. Wow. Which yeah. I've I've taken in stride, and I actually appreciate it, you guys. Like you really pushed me to be better. So thanks. Well, good. Um, well, I'm glad you took it in the right way. Yeah, that's what we well, do here on the Ogre Podcast. Yeah, I'm we're, just we're, 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 I can't believe I hit the mark, honestly. Um, <laughs> I was gonna. Say, well, this is all news to me. And <laughs> they frankly, told me that I couldn't makes... tell you, Will, because you were biased yeah. in my favor. It was a secret. Yeah. Well, this uh, unfortunately makes this dinner a little bit more awkward and a little bit more heated. Mm-hmm. But I think we can push through it. I think we can come out on the other side, better people uh, and better friends. But, um, you know, we're just going to have to push on forward. And that's what we're going to do. So, uh, John, answer this question for me. Riddle me this. When was the last time before today that you had watched Shrek 2? Well, real quick, I do want to say me being back all these years later. It's like I'm kind of the Shrek 2 of... yeah. Like, because I only came on a second time, so this is I'm Shrek yeah. Two today. You are Shrek Two. Yeah. I didn't this, even think about that. This is probably the longest gap between guests, right? Right. Yeah. 
which it feels intentional yeah you got to build up the anticipation (laughs) i just i feel like we've tried to have you every year (laughs) and you've been nothing but nice and then i slander you the minute i get (laughs) yeah (laughs) well we've been on cinemaholics plenty which has been fun that's true yeah that's right there are some of my favorite episodes of cinemaholics have been (laughs) when you two have been part of it uh i still listen to that um minions episode oh no scoob is my favorite the basketball. Yeah, I need to go back and <laughs> listen to the stuff. I just like how like the 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 minions episode. Like a third of that episode is we're talking about Buzz Lightyear's box office. <laughs> um, I was gonna say though, to answer your question, Will, um, the last time I watched Shrek two, I think the last time was in like the late two thousands. It's before I saw Shrek Forever After, because I watched Shrek two a lot growing up because my niece was obsessed with it. Shrek 2 and Toy Story 3. Like, mm. wow. Mm. She could not get enough of those two movies. So when she was growing up, you better believe I was watching Shrek 2. But can I be honest? What's that? Yeah. I There are like big chunks of the middle of this movie that I totally forgot about. Because I think what happens okay. is like we would get to the part where it's like the fairy godmother and the factory stuff. Like the whole thing where like Shrek pretends to be like a union boss and all that. Like I, I was just mm-hmm. like, oh, this feels brand new. Um, because I think we would get to the part where, like, bef- they don't right even before have that, and my niece would like tune out or something, and then we mm. wouldn't come back to the movie until he turns into human guy. Mm-hmm. And then I remember the rest of it from there. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I would say you know, I I, I find that scene fine, but it is it's a little the weakest uh, part of the movie, I think. Yeah, it's yeah. a little perfunctory, I guess, yeah. in, in the scheme of the film, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I bring that up because, um, I'm not even sure if you remember this, John, but when we talked about, uh, Shrek one back in season one, you were, I think our biggest critic of the film Yeah. and that, uh, not only the biggest critic as far as like the biggest name critic wise that we had on the show, but you were the most critical of the film. Like you, you even, I think said something akin to this movie does not hold up. It doesn't. And I think Shrek two is better. Oh. It's a better movie. Mm-hmm. And I think the animation is way better. It holds up really well. Like, I actually think when I was watching it, I was like, this looks better than a lot of the DreamWorks movies we've seen lately. I think, like, um, maybe the the ones that like were on Netflix, like with Sony, um, mm-hmm. like Wish Dragon. I was like, this has, like, really good texture to it and all. Mm-hmm. But when I rewatched the first Shrek, it's like, it reminds me of the first Toy Story, where it's like really polygon based, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like an old video game cutscene. Yeah, you, you can you can see the 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 skeletons of the characters, like how they're animated, so wooden. <laughs> but it does have a charm to it, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah. like Toy Story does. But yeah, I was pretty critical of the first Shrek, but I and I yeah. hold to it. I'm pretty critical of Shrek okay. too, but I still think Shrek Two is I- great. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm open to hear your criticisms and your compliments to mm-hmm. Shrek 2. I just wanted to uh, mention just on the top that I remember vividly when we were discussing uh, Shrek 1 that you were you were even then saying like, oh, Shrek 2 is the, the better film. Yeah. So I, I definitely wanted to make sure you had your time to say your piece about Shrek 2. Well, and, and you know what? I, Will, you already know this because we've had some deep heart to hearts about it. But as you already sure. know, um, I connect Shrek, the first Shrek with 9-11. Mm. And maybe that's a yeah, good that's right. It. Yeah, it's true. Well, I thought you connected um, that with the uh, Shrek in the Swamp karaoke dance party. That too. I mean, they're all of a piece. And uh, real talk, I I, I I think I talked about it last time. 
that I watched Shrek for the first time on a plane, but it was like the first time I was on a plane after 9-11, I was really scared. Right. And there was turbulence. Mm. And so now when people ask me to be objective about my analysis and perspective on Shrek, I usually just give them a bunch of like half-baked criticisms <laughs> disguising my trauma. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's tragic. Yeah. That is tragic. But I don't have that with Shrek um, too, because that was before yeah. the Bush Carey election. So right. it's pretty clean memory wise. That's nice. Yeah. Also, that I've seen nice. Shrek two more often, more times than Shrek one. That's, that's so you have maybe a greater yeah. affinity for it. Yeah. So if I may ask, what is it about Shrek two that you prefer over Shrek one? It's funnier. The jokes are better. Jokes still get me. Yeah. Which ones in particular um, really tickle that funny book? I wrote in my notes the best ones. Um, and there were a bunch of references that I, I watched this time that I didn't get like in the late 2000s. Sure. like, for example, my Beatles phase hadn't happened yet. It was like right about mm-hmm. to happen. So I didn't catch mm-hmm. the Sgt. Pepper and the Lonely Hearts Club band joke. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Wait, um, what's the Sgt. Sorry, Pepper joke? That's uh, at the beginning. Is this the Fancy Pants band? Uh, yeah. I think at the beginning. Is, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's not even that great of a joke, but it is like a, I get that, and so I have fun with that. Um, it's the group that um, the king sends to invite them to the far, yeah. far what, away. What yeah. about them is Sergeant Pepper, though? He just... Nothing, it's just a reference. Right. He, oh, they makes just a, call them that? Yeah. The Fancy Pants oh. Band is supposed to be Sergeant Pepper. It's it's, a, it's an allusion to the uh, I nev- I've never Sergeant caught Pepper. that. <laughs> I didn't catch the, the Prince Charles reference when I was a kid. Yeah, I mean, this I came out when I was one. 13, but yeah. I went, yeah. Right. Um, there were, uh, yeah, jokes wise, like when Donkey says his name at the table, mm-hmm. I yeah. love that. I always like paused it, you know, at that part to laugh. Um, hmm. and then also the part where it was very clear to me and my brother, my niece's father, we would watch it with her. Uh, we both knew that the fairy godmother was having intercourse with Kyle. And so we kind of have our own little secret laugh, you know, because we didn't want her to like, <laughs> know that that's like kind of what the coding is right um but then my, probably my favorite joke is that i hate mondays um i hate mondays and when pinocchio is like i'm a real boy those are our favorites like my niece and i <laughs> would just pause one, yeah. it over and over again and like she'd really? want to replay it yeah i i think that i hate mondays joke sucks <laughs> <laughs> that's okay i think it's but i, I do I, I do love the i'm a real boy bit but you know what oh man oh and i can't forget yeah. about be good uh, the best part. Be that's that's yeah. one of the better jokes, yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, that always, even still, that gets me a, a good chuckle. But the last that I don't, so so not all the jokes land. I think the I Hate Mondays is the only Puss in Boots thing I think is good. Otherwise, mm. I think Puss in Boots is the worst character, and I hate Puss in Boots. That's surprising to me, because I was going to bring this up. I don't like it. Uh, and I, I guess this is why uh, you always get mad at me when I mention mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, you know, obviously... The, the casting of Antonio Banderas is very pointed because it's a play or a nod to his role in Mask of Zorro, which is his iconic, one legendary of your, role. Your, yeah. yeah, one of your two favorite films outside of The Apartment, as you often tell me. And I like to say that because we never got um, a third installment, or actually rather, The Legend of Zorro came out uh, after this, right. like a year after. This is technically, in my view, in my head canon, not only the sequel to Shrek, but the sequel to The Mask of Zorro. Which I think is a disgusting statement <laughs> on your part. <laughs> and I know, and I like to say it because it pushes your buttons, but um, I say it nonetheless. I just, I think Puss in Boots is like a pointless character. 
the whole yeah. like him and Donkey being jealous rivals. It's weird. If you take it out of the movie and you just let him be the hitman and that's it, the movie's much like it's the same. And so You'd- that's why I can't like it. You definitely get a sense that Puss in Boots is a concept that they kind of wrote the movie around, right? Like, or, or several scenes around. They're like, "What if, what if Puss in Boots? It's a, it's a, it's Zorro or whatever." Um, and then that's it. Yeah, it's clear that they were like, well, "We can't just do the first movie again where they're traveling and like the princess isn't with them the whole time." So like, we have we to, to put another character. character. Yeah, which is like you can do that, but yeah, my thing was, you know, what I was thinking while I was watching this. And I, maybe it's because I'm a little mm. bit older and I'm a little bit more. I, I like to like think about. I like to make my own stories now. I was kind of wishing, like, did I forget? Or would it be cool if like Puss, this was the plan that the king had to have Puss in Boots like not try to kill him, but like try to get him to like get the potion and all that stuff. And obviously that wasn't the case. But if like he had been like, you know, traveling with him for that purpose and he had like dark motivations, I think mm. that would have been better. Yeah, and like Donkey doesn't trust him, you know, and it's like we know we're like, oh yeah, don't trust him, but then he becomes her friend anyway. That would have been cool. Yeah, yeah. He we've talked about before how how the him folding to Shrek feels very like it's it's like they were like we need to introduce him and he's going to be a threat, but then they didn't want to write a conflict to get him to change sides. Right. So it's just well, I mean, I think it's just kind of a means to the end. Like yeah. I, I I never really see it as he is meant to be a, a primary antagonistic character, just that they need to have a little bit of strife and then he'll just be the friend. He'll just be along for the ride. Yeah. And, yeah. Th- and there's obviously, you know, ill will with him and Donkey because they're, they're both the comedic sidekicks and they can't get along. Uh, you it's, know, so, it's paper thin. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and it's the movie's rare miss. Because so everything yeah. else, I think, like Fairy Godmother is like perfect villain. Superb. Yeah. Like I, to me, I I think they had a hard job in trying to dream up an antagonist that would measure up to Farquad, no mm-hmm. pun intended. And yeah. this was, a, I think, this was a perfect, perfect, nailed it. Agreed. And to make 100%. the fairy godmother the villain too is like inspired, subversive. Yeah. And also, uh, the Back then the frog least. thing. <laughs> yeah. But then the frog <laughs> thing too, right? Like the the yeah. reveal. Like when I watched Excellent that at reveal. thirteen, I was like. I looked over at my dad who watched it with me. Um, I have like a really fun list of like movies my dad actually went to go see with me because my dad notoriously does not like movies. And, but he would go watch movies with me because he loves me. And this was one of those. And I remember looking over at him and being like, I didn't see that coming. And he looked at me and he was just like, loser. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. That's what inspired me to be a film critic to always see where these movies are going. Yeah. That that one moment about the frog in Shrek Two with your dad. Yeah. <laughs> I like that you had to rephrase that and be like, let me get this straight. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Can I, well, some, I yeah, since I did bring it up and I, I I will I'm I'm actually like drawing from actual truth here. One of the reasons I wanted to I've been obsessed with movies as long as I have is around that time when Pirates of the Caribbean came out. That was the first time I ever got my dad to watch a movie that he didn't think that he would like, but I knew he would like it. And that was the first time I was like, oh, I could get good at this, of like figuring out what movies people would like and recommending them to people. And that's what kind of pushed me to work in a movie theater because I was like, I would love to do that. And so that's kind of what snowballed to today where I talked to Will Ashen about movies every week. That's beautiful. That's right, can, I, yeah. can I piggyback off that really quick? Because 
part of what made me get into like talking about movies and writing about them and whatever was also involved with Pirates of the Caribbean because pivotal movie. Yeah, in my like I watched it and I loved it. Right, you know we all did. Um, But then um, in my local newspaper, the critic he gave Pirates of the Caribbean a C minus, and I was like, "You're wrong. That movie's awesome." Yeah, C plus Caribbean plus. Yeah, <laughs> C for Caribbean. Yeah. Yes. Well, C, I remember uh, when remember yeah. Will when Stranger Tides came out in 2017. Yeah. Remember how mad That's I right. got that that movie sucks. I remember that very vivid. Yeah, very vividly. That's why these um, movies are important to me. No, I understand that. I'm not uh, dismissing that. I was actually before uh, I forget. I was going to bring up that um, when you were talking, Chris. I thought for a moment that you were going to say one of the things that inspired me to want to be a film critic was the Pixar theory. And it was going to be like a really sweet <laughs> moment between the two. No, of that's going to be like what derailed his like, Oh God, if this uh, is what's out there, then I just need to give up. Uh, like clearly there's but, no taste. Yeah. John, John's going to add to the Pixar theory and something's going to be so off base that I'm going to swear off right. forever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but if you may, John, could you also dive into some of your other notes that you wrote down? Because you said you had a pretty extensive list to. of things. Yeah, I'd love to so much. Um, well, the first thing I wrote down was that it's award season and I'm watching Shrek too. Yeah, that's right. That's how much I yes. like you guys and talking. Oh, to you guys. we love you, John. Because I like. Because yeah, like I've I've been humble, not humble bragging, just straight up bragging to Will about the screeners I've been getting because it makes him happy when I do that. Oh yeah, um, I forgot to mention that. So you, uh, you're the only person in our group that actually has access right now to Puss in Boots too. Yeah, I, oh, I didn't have time to watch screener. it though. I might have had ah! time if. Um, <laughs> Dang it! I know. I and I didn't watch the first Puss in Boots movie because, like, why would I? It's okay. It's all right. It's 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 solid. Yeah, we talked about that in uh, September. Can't tell that I'm. It's not frowning. as good as Shrek Forever After. And I I have like a little bit of respect for Shrek Forever After. I saw that in the theater, but I didn't see Shrek the Third in the theater. I didn't see Shrek the Third at all. So good on you. Who cares? But right. um, okay, yeah. So that was my first note that I watched Shrek two instead of like Bones and all, basically. <laughs> but I'll get to it. <laughs> uh, uh, what else? Here's a real love story, Luca Guadagnino. Here's well, here's something. I I mean. Oh yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, I was just gonna say, I, not to cut you off, but like you were literally watching. She said, "I was before we recorded." Yeah, I so have you it right here. Took a break browser. from this very, you know, heavy, you know, intense awards film. It's not that to... heavy so far. I mean, it's heavy, oh, really? but it's like, I don't know. Zoe Kazan is like she's a ball of fire, right? So, sure. Forty-two minutes in, it's a long, longer movie than I thought it would be. Yeah, I mm. hear it's good. Just people just didn't care about it or whatever, right? Isn't that the the, well, the box yeah, office? Certainly the box office. Yeah. yeah, but the yeah. reviews have been good. Um, yeah. But sorry, go I ahead. think it's, a, I think it's good so far. I mean, it's like a it's journalism, the movie, like we usually yeah. get every once in a while. And mm-hmm. I like those movies. I do too. Um, I, so I had this note. I, you guys have probably already brought this up in your episodes. Oh, because I was going to mention that I thought like I could either watch Shrek 2 for this or I could listen to every episode of you guys talking about Shrek 2 and then try to reason out from my memory, like me watching the movie through <laughs> your eyes. But then I, realized, I would have respected that. Yeah, but then I realized that would have taken me like months. So, I was going to say that's much more of a commitment. Right, and I'm not there. But um, So I didn't do that, but I watched the movie instead. Uh, I, I figured though in one of your episodes, because what I usually do is like I, I download every episode of Adrian Ogre. I usually listen to like the first 15 minutes and then I stop. But I remember um, <laughs> this is a habit I got into because you would do movies like Master of Disguise, which 
I've never no, seen, I, so I wouldn't understand what yeah. you're talking about. And so I'd be like, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I love hearing your voices. So, uh, but uh, yeah, this is Thank this you. is the note I put. I said, "What kind of mail does Shrek get? Enough that he'd want Donkey to sort it." Yeah, I think we did mention that. Um, how could you? I forget. How could you not mention it? Right. Yeah, we we've just alluded to it. yeah, it's like what I think that was in our February episode we kind of just mail? talked about like who it it has to be hate mail, but I just don't get who's like yeah. instead of Far you know coming movies? it's his paper, well, not even that, credit card invitations, yeah. you know I'm assuming like if um you know the the folks are coming in with the uh, you know torches and pitchforks are like the alpha males you got some like beta males who are coming mm. in just writing like very pointed letters like the Jordan Petersons of uh, well in this year it's the like Shrek the Anthrax people right right. Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Maybe uh, if you want to take that dark of a turn, maybe some people are just straight up sending anthrax to Shrek. Right. <laughs> and maybe he likes it because maybe it's not, po- you know, he, it's he not likes poisonous. a lot of yeah. gross yeah. stuff, so it's That's probably not true. poisonous to him. It's yeah. ogre cocaine. Yeah, they're all, yeah, exactly. The other alternative explanation. <laughs> ogre meth. You know, I think that's canon. <laughs> Could I it? think anthrax being ogre meth is or cocaine. cocaine. Yeah. I think that's canon. What if it's male for Fiona? Do people know she lives there now? Well, somehow, because the band came. Right. Capital One probably knows. Yeah. Sent her letters every friggin' two days. Probably some election yeah. mail in there somewhere. Pretty- yes. Did we? I, his paycheck uh, has got, they, they have to have paychecks. Yeah. That's true. Um, yeah, did do we they? ever suss out um, if that, if the band were sent to the swamp or if they just like were told to find Fiona and then they eventually figured out she was at the swamp? I don't think we've Have- ever found an answer to that, but I think that's like what we've landed on is that it's. One that makes the, no sense. Yeah. They probably went to like the Farquaad castle, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like what happened? Um, yeah. Yeah. There's got to be a historian somewhere. Yeah. Maybe their fairy godmother planted a tracking device in Fiona's neck or whatever. Like, like it's Suicide Squad. <laughs> My next note is related to something I already mentioned, but I said that I like that Donkey mentions in flight movies because that's how mm-hmm. I saw the first movie a year after 9 I. That is a really good gag. <laughs> Yeah, his like, are we there That's yet? A great like, joke. that was that was fun. Um, I, and and people are like, man, these notes are cutting edge. They're fresh. I like John. Yeah. Um, I posted this on my Letterbox review of the movie, like all my notes. So oh, yeah, follow John on Letterbox. I can yeah follow John on Letterbox. Yeah. I already do follow John on Letterbox. Yeah, Matt does. Oh, I'm talking to the listeners jo- oh, there, Matt. I'm sorry. You're right. <laughs> Link in the comments. Follow John on Letterbox. Nice. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm following along with the notes now. <laughs> Yeah, so now Matt can get a sneak peek. Spoilers, um, yeah. <laughs> and Matt, you'll notice I have like a lot of things like here that I've already mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, like I think I watched this more than the original growing up. I double I double membered, and I was like, yeah, I mm. definitely saw this more. Um, I said this has guess who's coming to dinner vibes. So I know Will appreciate when I saw Will later, like that day, like after I wrote this, Will was just like, oh, I'm watching Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, and I was like. <laughs> Um. Oh yeah, <laughs> the king took part in the crusades. The heck, the right. like the genocide of the old crusade injury. Yeah, we uh we theorized about that a little bit in our conspiracy theory episode. It's so. pretty messed up. Yeah, mm. as if he was un- unsympathetic enough. Um, so I thought that was, I don't know. Maybe you could look at it as like he wasn't fighting on the wrong side, but he was just got he got caught up in the the fear. Yeah, that's yeah. that's how I, mean, I like to think of it. What if they were right. crusading other frogs? Yeah. Yeah. You didn't specify what crusade. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I think they're very deliberate to not say the holy the, war. Like, right. Or, well, not even that, but like <laughs> yeah. uh, the old like fighting crusade wound, just that he was, it was a crusade wound. So it could have been, you know, he was a victim of 
yeah some maybe sort he was a civilian yeah 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 mm-hmm. civilian casualty well not casualty because he's still alive but uh yeah civilian Ill- or uh you know you know what I injured mean. i do i didn't make a note of this but uh, i will say that the whole scene where we're going into far far away was very iconic for me it, you know growing up it was like this is la you know but like medieval times and I always thought it was like like the Funky Town song, and I was like, man, this is a movie cinema. Um, I think it's a very uh, electric scene. Lots of great gags, gags that I didn't understand at the time, but uh, a lot of them I did. And um, oh yeah, that was another one, like a really funny gag. The the Starbucks one always gets me, like where they just go to the one yeah. across the street. Starbucks, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Okay, so if the plan. For like the fairy godmother and the king made a deal, right? And they put Fiona in the tower when she was a little kid. And so the mm-hmm. idea was a charming would come get her later. Like, why was he late? And also, like, why, why do this? Like, I didn't understand the plan. It was like it's, their plan was just to marry her off. Like, why put her in the tower? Why not just just do that? That's she, a lot. Of, that's a lot of extra steps. Yeah. It's so she broke the curse on so whenever she helped the frog prince become the king Mm -hmm. presumably they promised their firstborn daughter to her right Mm -hmm. and that's their way of like laundering that for the public is cursing fiona and sending her to a tower okay so like why the tower why not just keep her in their castle and just do the frozen thing where she's in a room and the guards That's, keep her in there and then charming shows then, up and then he's like i'm 18 now and so are you because then the first movie couldn't have happened whoa well, i get i get what john's saying <laughs> no though. i totally get what John that's a good saying. point why the extra yeah, castle and the it, why, why hire the, the dragon and everything, so. yeah it's, it's a lot it's, of rent that's <laughs> a lot of rent <laughs> yep uh, I can almost get I like it if it's think. like we need a quest, like for the curse to work or something. Like it has to be dangerous. Like I don't know, but they don't bother with it, so I didn't either. Like well, they the, need her savior has to cross the bridge and solve the riddles mm. or whatever, and it's like yeah, the fairy tale. Yeah, yeah, because the lover or the uh, potential lover needs to prove their love, and I think that adds to the uh, running commentary of the film, which is that you know it's about you know expectations versus reality uh to quote you know 500 days of summer uh you know the idea of this like they kind of do all these pageantry like all these things that's expected of the royal family or of the fairy tale type family and you know they kind of realize as the movie goes along that they don't you know expectations are kind of you know rules are made to be broken expectations are not meant to be expectations lived out yeah (laughs) yeah exactly you get me john I mean, how could you said expectations so many times? It just kept right. pounding me in the face. There you go. Um, I wrote why it is Puss want to go with them. Um, I don't get it. It's like well, because he, he has a he like Shrek, like he's just no, he uh, he owes him a debt what? because he I guess saved his life. He didn't kill him. Is what he's that's the reason he gives in the film is that he said it seems like he wants offered, to hang you, you out. You could have killed him just for fun. You could have killed me. Okay. This actually leads into one of my notes because I'm glad you brought this up because he's like you could have killed me, but you you saved my life, and for that I am eternally grateful. I will you know offer my life and protect you. So it's like the aliens the from calls. Toy Story too. 
basically, yes. Yeah, saved our but lives. Then, we are eternally grateful. But then, um, during the, you know, I need a hero scene, when he fights off all those guards, he says, my debt has been paid. So that is his attempt to, like, repay that debt that Shrek did by I not killing that, him. I get that, but it didn't seem like Shrek even cared. Like I know it, it's not, it's all about it's all Puss's code of honor. It's all, all you know for him. He's a hitman. What honor? Yeah. I don't know. I do like the scene That's though where a, they go into the hit into like the evil villains bar and like the hook does the song and mm-hmm. um yeah I did have a thought of like and this is gonna get political. Don't worry. Um, I know you've been hoping for that. Um, I think it's funny like we can now see like drag jokes in like a kid movie. And it's like nobody cared back then, but now people are like, it's the apocalypse if a kid sees <laughs> any sort of drag whatsoever. So yep. that yep. had to be on my mind considering current events. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, yeah. Then also uh, my next note was uh, Shrek being a union boss. I totally forgot about I don't think I got that as a kid, like when he was quoting like the I workers. definitely didn't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, well, they're like, when this receptionist is like, they don't even give us dental. I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know what that is, but my mom laughed at the joke, so I'm gonna laugh too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think my dad probably got upset because he's probably he's pretty anti-union, but uh, he didn't. You know, he probably wasn't paying attention. And then Shrek <laughs> being all like TGIF and stuff like that. I don't know. It, it's not a great <laughs> sequence. It's obviously not very memorable because all they really do, right, yeah. is like they go to the fairy godmother and she's like, "What are you doing here? Go away." And then they do, but then they get yeah, the potion, I guess. Exactly. And I tuned they out. Just steal a, yeah. yeah, it's it's funny because I remember like being fascinated by that sequence, but having trouble remembering it in the time between seeing it in the theater and the movie coming out on like DVD. Mm-hmm. Um, and because it was in like the video game, and I remember like what wanting, was I say yeah, I remember wanting to see it again. Because I couldn't remember it. And in retrospect, I couldn't remember it because there's not much to remember. It's pretty... It's it's the most bland part of the movie, weirdly. Yeah. I mean, I think we talked about this last month, but it just kind of feels like the scene that they implemented into the film for the video game. Like, it's, it's, like, it's, <laughs> like, it's more the set piece. Yes. And just the actions happening than, like, how it forwards the film. Like, they just need to get the potion to move the plot along to get to the transformation scene. But it's, like, let's just have a little, like, action beat here to, you know, have something enticing for the video game when that yeah, comes out in the piece. fall or whatever. I do have a quick note on that sequence. Um when they're escaping from the, the potion room and the blast door almost comes down and then Puss's Boots grabs his hat. Yeah. That also happened in Chicken Run. When that's Indiana Jones, man. Yeah, it's, it's a- Indiana Jones. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I I was completely, like, spacing on the reference. So, I like the, um, that you credited Chicken Run. <laughs> the I like that you credited Chicken Run. Yeah, t- Shrek yeah. 2 makes a Chicken Run reference. Yeah, like you're um, watching uh, Great Escape and you're like, I'm getting some real Chicken Run vibes from this movie. <laughs> But no, I, I but I, I knew that both of those were a reference to something. I just couldn't remember what it was. Oh yeah, so, speaking of that, I forgot to mention this. I didn't put it in my notes, but uh, I remember as a kid that whole sequence where they're like talking on, like while they're walking over to the the parents, you know, when they first meet, and it's like they're finishing mm-hmm. each other's sentences, right? Um, oh, and also the baby wailing is another great joke. I, that's just like a, you know, perfect. Mm-hmm. But I uh, know when they're doing that, I I remember thinking like, oh my gosh, like this movie is so clever. But I hadn't I hadn't watched Austin Powers before then, like done the same kind of thing pretty much. 
So, mm. yeah, fresh eyes. Johnson. <laughs> what? Johnson. That's I'm oh, referencing yeah, that yeah. scene where it's like, yeah, exactly. We got some nice melons, juicy melons. <laughs> <laughs> I like want a reference, but I can't think of one anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's a great big and then they have like you know like Wang and it's like yeah. the students in China that, those are the only ones I remember off the top of my head so <laughs> the rocket it's a big yeah um, yeah Johnson <laughs> uh, the, I already mentioned the whole thing with the fairy godmother to me clearly is having a, a sexual relationship with Kyle a side thing yeah yeah I forgot about the stuff there with her diet I love the medieval meal that's what I would order <laughs> um, I didn't catch before that the factory worker uh, dude He's whistling the trumpet tune that Reggie was playing. He's going. Like that's the Hawaii oh, Five O yeah. theme, right? I never caught that before. Wait, really? He's playing the Hawaii Five O theme, or he's whistling the Hawaii Five O yeah. theme? Yeah, that's funny. I never caught that either. No, it's true. Uh, I didn't have a timestamp <laughs> though. It's okay. I'll I'll just keep an eye out for it. Speaking of timestamps. <laughs> Did anybody catch the pizza cutters at the dinner table? I did. No. No. Okay, good. I thought of you, Chris. When the scene started, I was like, oh, wait, I got to look for the pizza cutter. And I looked and I saw it. For context, John, uh, at the uh, when everybody's going to the, the the dinner and stuff, everybody has a lot of utensils for the multitude of dishes that they're going to consume. Mm-hmm. Each person, uh, one of these utensils is a pizza cutter. I use pizza cutters for more than pizza. I use it for quesadillas. Do you use it for soup? No. That's what I thought. <laughs> I could use it for prepping soup. Um, I. But no, that's one of the. That's one of the utensils. Like knife, fork, spoon, slightly tiny larger pizza fork. cutter. Tiny, yeah, tiny pizza cutter. Everybody's <laughs> got one. It's like yeah. It's been bugging me for like four months. I bet because yeah, never noticed it. You because you're like, well, would I use this pizza cutter on a Domino's pizza or a Pizza Hut pizza? Will which would you? Um, well, if I had gotten a pizza from Pizza Hut or Domino's, it would already be pre-cut, right? Though you probably want to cut Domino's it. Given Domino's history of service, they may not even cut it. <laughs> That's painfully true. Oh, this is a light note. Um, I said the movie is a commentary on how, in a world that is so desensitized to magic, Shrek and his friends assume a magic potion doesn't work at all because it doesn't work instantly. And in this essay about the instant gratification of Amazon Prime, I will, and then I didn't write anything else. I don't know why that struck nice. me, but it was just like, you just took mm. the potion. But I think like, this is like a very magical place. So maybe that's what it is. Speaking the of the potion, um, I noticed something this time, and this just could be me watching this movie 11 times and growing a little crazy. Yeah. Or, But... Um, when Donkey, like they have that shot of Donkey saying the sun will come out tomorrow and you can see Shrek's belly, it looks like you can see like the blue kind of festering in. Like it's like the potion starting to like take form. Yeah. Did, did anyone notice this or is this just I've me? seen that. I've seen that. Okay. I just never noticed that before. That was my first time seeing that. At least time. I think. I hope I'm not making that up. I, I can look for I don't it know. next time. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that, and that could just be, you know, something with my TV or whatever. I don't know if that's actually true to the film because I only noticed it this time. But it looked like like when he's singing the song and about to pass out, it looks like you can see like the potion. Do you guys kind of doing you used it, like a thing. DVD to watch this or do you watch it on like I watch it on Peacock? I don't know. Uh, I bought it on Amazon. So I borrow Matt's Amazon Prime account where he has rented the film. Oh, I haven't rented it. I, I Sorry, you bought the yeah. film. 
and that's how I watched Got it. it. I redeemed a DVD oh. code. So I don't even know <laughs> if I watched the same cut of the movies you guys did because I watched the Peacock version, which could be different. Mm. It, it's probably the, the same. The, the the Shrek doesn't have a blue belly during the part where he almost passes out cut. Yeah. <laughs> Hard one to abbreviate. Yeah. Though, I mean, remember when we were watching um, Shrek, Matt, uh, and... Like in some versions of the film, when Donkey was uh, like singing, when he met, there'd be like a little music tune yes, for someone. Yes, there was there was a version of the movie that had that, and I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know if um, I, I I never noticed anything like that with all the different services where I've ended up watching this film. But I was kind of hoping for something similar this time. But subsequently, I you know now that we're near the end, that hasn't happened. I remember it being on Netflix a bunch, and they would take it off, yeah. and they'd put it back on. Mm-hmm. Well, they won't they? As they do. Yeah. Yeah, it, it did the streamer dance earlier this year. I remember it was like on Peacock, it was on Roku, it was on Netflix for like a month. Uh, yeah, it was. It, it jumped around a lot, which is actually better than it usually is for us because I remember like uh, the first year we did, you know, Shrek. It was on any services, and then in 2018 they put it on Netflix. Yeah. Then the year after, when you know, after we had done the Cat in the Hat, they put the Cat in the Hat on Netflix. Well, that's yeah, because so. real that they saw like an increase in interest and mm-hmm. demand, the demand from there the you podcast. Go. Yeah. yeah creating so much awareness around the movie yeah yeah you did a good thing that's right <laughs> yes. i need to claim at least partial credit for the increase in popularity of the cat in the hat you you can take a lot of credit uh chris <laughs> i said i like how the movie's more about how shrek is an ogre on the inside and it, I, this is what i think sequels should do it resolves things that were still kind of loose ends from the first one because the first one was sort of about it's like I love you for you. And it's like, if Fiona looks like an ogre, you know, whatever. Um, but this one was more of like, yeah, but Shrek has like this, you know, existential crisis about how even if he changed his appearance, he still is who he is on the inside. And that's like really what makes him him. I thought it was like mm-hmm. nice. It's good sequel uh, writing there. Yeah. Because it makes it feel like the movie isn't just sort of like undoing what happened in the first one. It's just like bettering the first one and like making it's it more well-rounded. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Matt. Yes. Can you do me a favor? Sure. Can you pass me the cranberry sauce? Oh, certainly. <laughs> we are having dinner after all. We haven't talked about that in the past uh, well, 30, well, I'm 45 sorry, minutes. I, I can't eat with these pizza cutters. Like, I can't. Oh, yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> you can scoop them up onto the side of the blade and, and lick it I off. Tried, I tried. It hurt my tongue to hit the blade. <laughs> that's, that's why. That's not cranberry sauce. Blood, cranberry, blood. cranberry and John's blood sauce. <laughs> oh. It was mashed potatoes before. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, Matt, here's some banana and crackers for you. Oh, thank you. I'm I'm allergic to bananas, but I will eat them. Are you wait, polite? Wait, are you really allergic to bananas? I think so. What do you mean you think so? Well, the only times I've ever eaten bananas, they've made me throw up, so I oh, don't wow. really eat them very often. Uh, but I don't. I didn't know that. I, I am. Also oranges, fun fact. But I'm going to an allergist next Friday, and get this: his name is Peter Parker. That's fate. I I was yeah. when the doctor referred me. I was like, okay, I'm gonna cut that out so I don't announce. No, don't it. be like. I hope I have something really serious so I can keep going back. I think you should leave it in. <laughs> yeah, I'll give I'll give Peter Parker some promotion. If you're Shout in, out if you're to in the Glendale uh, area, and you need an allergist. Yeah. Shout out to Dr. <laughs> Peter Parker. MD. In the Glendale area. MJMD. Yeah. 
There you MJ go. And, yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> anyway, sorry for the derail. Uh, Shrek two. I I put the I hate Mondays line always made me laugh out loud as a kid. Um, I know that's hard for Chris to hear, but uh, it's true. It's like the one puss in books. Both I can't even say it. Puss in boots joke that I think works. Um, I started loving Mondays out of spite for that line. Right, I can see that. Um, I do. I think the night gag is really good. Yes, well-rounded stuff. Because I remember I, I watched Cops when I was a kid. We all <laughs> yeah. did, right? Oh yeah. Good old copaganda. Although the pepper spray joke, I didn't. I didn't get that as a kid. Like when they're doing the pepper, like uh, the grinder. grinder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's like really it's good writing. As an adult. And Clever. and then the last thing I my last note, I think the ending song choice is bad and always has been. You mean yes, the, the credit, the opening credit song? No, the ending song choice. The opening song I think is perfect and I love it. I love that song. Accidentally in love. <laughs> Accidentally in love, beautiful song. And I love that they stripped it down for the beginning. It's not even the official version, right? Um, I'm sure you've already talked about the music video for that and how it's cursed. Oh yeah, I was gonna bring it up. Right. Yeah, uh, you're talking about the music video for Counting Crows, Accidentally in Love. Yeah, you and I have. I yeah. know you and I have talked about it before. Will, um, <laughs> yeah, for therapy reasons. I, yeah, I, I'm. I'm pretty sure I've brought it up at least once on this podcast. Not maybe not even this season. Right. So. But no, the ending song choice for the movie, like when they all are just sort of, they all start to sing "Live in La Vida Loca." Oh, yeah. I. I yeah, no, hard. Worse, I hate that. I mean, really, it seems to me like they must have had ten songs. And none of them were good, and they chose still managed to choose the worst option. Yeah, I'm a believer. You can't top that. Just do it again. Yeah, they should have done that. Well, also, like I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but it's like there's you got this huge emotional moment of Shrek and Fiona turning back into horrible ogres, and then Mm -hmm. and they're in love and everything, and then all of a sudden, Puss in Boots like basically kicks the door and it starts a musical number that that is just not good at all. Right? Are you okay, Will? Yeah, I'm fine. Ever since I mentioned Little Navita Loca, you looked a little bit disconcerted and upset. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. I am good. Um, in any case, are those all your notes? Those are all my notes. Hmm. Well, uh, <laughs> let's see here. Hmm. Uh, Matt, do you have any notes? I only had two. Okay. Uh, and they were, have we ever n- acknowledged that in Fiona's room at the castle, there's a Stonehenge poster and i know are, are we to assume that it's like woodstock stonehenge that that's always the i vibe thought it was I've gonna be like grunge like mm. but that doesn't make sense does it no yeah i don't know uh, what you're talking how about. come it's not like There's rolling a, uh, stonehenge or something mm. Maybe, just, yeah, I don't know. yeah it's like a poster it looks like a concert poster so i that's my assumption is that it's it's a Stonehenge Woodstock joke, which I feel like is a stretch, though. So yeah, because if no. they were doing that, they would have done Woodstockade. Hmm. And like the whole. I think it is, is Rolling Stones. Stone. Yeah, I think it's Rolling Stones reference. Stonehenge. That would be my guess. Rolling Stonehenge. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, during the Joan Rivers segment, whenever the fairy godmother comes out, I had never noticed that the music that's playing is like an up, uh, jazzy, fanfare version of the song she sings to Fiona earlier in the movie. I had never noticed that it's the same song. I didn't notice that either. 
Did you catch the bit where Tom Thumb uses Thumbelina as a human shield when they get swept up? <laughs> I forgot to look at that. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did notice uh, this time around that they have like a, a knight statue. It's meant to look like the Oscar statue during the like red carpet ceremony. <laughs> yeah. Which I thought was kind of a nice touch. Uh, uh, any other notes there, Matt? That's all for me. All right. How you do? How about you, Chris? Uh, I've got a couple. Um, when they escape from the tavern, like what's going on with the headless guy and the two knights as they're galloping away? He's uh, oh, doing they're doing the the, the alcohol, yeah, the drug test. The oh, test. okay. But yeah. the joke is that he has no head, so yeah. him touching his nose is meaningless because he has no nose. I completely didn't do that. I th- or didn't catch that. I thought like the headless guy is showing off how far he can stretch or whatever. So then you like, overthought yeah. it. Do you guys think? No, I just like I was like uh, I watched it. I watched it and I was like, wait a second. Do you think? Do you think like that's why this movie works? Is like even if you don't get the jokes, it still has so many jokes it's, that do make sense. It's still funny. Yeah, you have, you have to watch it eleven it? times in one year and have your friends explain jokes to yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I do think that is um something that the, this movie is able to skirt past better than Shrek the Third. Where like Shrek the Third will stop the movie for a joke, whether it's good or bad. It's just like this is the joke. Yes, and I think this movie's a lot better about just keeping things moving. Bad joke, good joke. We're just chuck, you know, we're chucking along. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, in regards to the potion, where the next, the next man that you kiss is your true love. The king drinks the potion instead of Fiona. So what if the king kissed Shrek? I have written this note before, and I keep meaning to talk about it, but it, it's always one that I'm like, oh, I'll discuss that another month or so. But yeah, let's talk about this. Yeah. You probably would have fallen in love with Shrek, and then yeah, it would have caused a huge scandal, because Shrek probably would have come around and been like, yeah. You think? I, I can think see so. that, yeah. he's Shrek's pretty accepting. There's something between Shrek. them that is hard to pinpoint. Like when he They're invites him to the hunt. Green. Yeah. Well, when, when he invites him to the hunt, Shrek's a little bit like, yeah, I want to do this. Or something in his yeah. eyes. Yeah, so they've already got that sexual tension brewing. Right, I was gonna say like right. they'll never know. <laughs> if something if something happens between us, they'll never know. And, and who would believe them? Yeah. And you know, and there's something very poetic about that too, because they're in foliage in like the forest, and it's green, and they're both green. But in, you know, very natural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're in their habitat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not the new Disney movie Strange World. In theaters now, in theaters which apparently today. is terrible. I didn't like it. Very is it t- John terrible? Like yeah, it. John didn't like it. Yeah, I've heard some, I've heard some very unsavory things about it. Like it's not a very good movie. But I, don't mm. know. I read John's review on Instagram. Thanks, Matt. Oh, okay. I always I I didn't post the whole thing, but I posted screenshots of like more than a half. Yeah, it was it was I was like okay, this gives me because I didn't want to read the whole thing because spoilers. I didn't spoil um, not th- it. Not that you put spoilers, but I also like to try to go in with a partly. I hear but anyway, you. I read the, the highlights and I was like, I okay. I felt bad because so like, if anyone appreciates good animation, it is Matt, but. Which I'm going to still see it. I'm going to, I'm still going to see it for yeah. that reason. Cause I know that the technical work that went into it, I was reading a little bit about it today and it's nuts, but. Well, um, you know what? I can tie this back to Shrek 2 then. Cause you said that because yeah. there's something that strange world does that. I think is a big misstep in animation that movies like Shrek 2 are better at. And that's like managing how expressive the characters are. You'll Mm -hmm. notice in strange world, at least I did, they overexpress too much and the art style doesn't really fit. Like the worlds and everything, like everything like 
separately really looks nice and you know mm-hmm. characters can be that expressive but it doesn't gel together very well it's like very it clashes mm. a lot and like the characters kind of like they, they talk like their whole bodies are moving and they're doing all this stuff and it's like mm. whoa you're not glenn keen like be a little more subtle yeah yeah whereas like shirk 2 i think like it has expressive characters like fairy godmother's like very expressive but there's still something like uh there's restraint yeah there's it, it feels more solid like it just feels more like i don't know grounded in something even though it's all fantastical so the subtle thing definitely cool. uh, my last note um is uh when uh harold gets turned into a frog uh, his crown shrinks, but nothing else does. <laughs> is that a crown not part of his body? I've never noticed that, but you're absolutely right. <laughs> it was kind of something that I was like, wait a second, he's wearing that crown and it's smaller. Just so that you know he's still the king. <laughs> is he, yeah. No, he's still the king, yeah. <laughs> I do like, I, I did catch this as a kid, but the whole thing where the, there's like a frog po- prostitute. <laughs> And yeah. although I yep. didn't I didn't catch the kid that it's like a prostitute thing. But she's like, hey, you look familiar. And like I remember as a right. kid being like, Do oh, I know you from somewhere? This ties yeah. into him being a frog. Right. Yeah, yeah but then During the crusades. As an adult, it's like, oh oh. <laughs> La la. Uh, yeah. I know we're running long on time a little bit, but are we still gonna try to cover far, far away idol? We are, uh, yeah. You wanna do that? Oh, I didn't now? watch it. Oh, I, I hate it. I, I hate far far it. away idol. You didn't watch it, Matt? I, 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 hey, is that an accusation? Uh, yes. Well, it's found. <laughs> I didn't watch it either. We can pretend that we well, watched it. Yeah, I, I've seen it enough that I can pretend I watched it. I watched it's it. Not gonna, I yeah. watched it like with so, my niece a bunch of times. Yeah. I kind of remember. I watched well, yeah, it a couple months yeah, where ago. Do you, where do you stand on uh, Far Far Away Idol overall, John, from your recollection? Thumbs down. Thumbs it's down. So it's not bad. good. It's, it's yeah. awful. It's like, definitely like, weaker than Shrek and Swamp Karaoke Dance Party. I don't even which like is regular far more American Idol. Iconic, yeah. Well, yeah. Like uh, Will messaged the the three of us group and was like, "Oh, I just realized we forgot to talk about Far Far Away Idol last month." And I was like, "Good, good." <laughs> and Will was like, "All right, I'm watching it right now. Can we yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, it?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was. <laughs> we love Will. Will That's got cool. upset with me when I he was like, "Oh, are you not going to watch it?" And like. A, I think, Will, you never mentioned to me that I was supposed to watch Far, Far Away Idol. Well, I said seated for Far, Far Away yeah, Idol, which I like, thought was oh, the hint. Oh, you're not going to watch it, John? I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm watching She Said. <laughs> and yeah. you were just, you but, like, uh, sent me the mad emoji. Not just the mad emoji, but like, the one where he, he was, was like, was red mad. in the face. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a man of integrity, so I did watch Far, Far Away Idol again for, for this episode. I was doing laundry oh, thank and you. I forgot to. I'm sorry. Well, uh... I, so I don't have an excuse. I just didn't want to. I, I only mm-hmm. have one note. Um, everybody's gone home. The the party's over. Whatever. Yep. Donkey the fiesta and, is over. The fiesta's over. Donkey and cat or puss in boots or whatever. They're singing the song and Shrek and Fiona are just standing there in the middle of the dance floor watching them sing. Yeah. The, the last dancing. one's left. Right? They're not dancing. They're standing there in each other's arms oh, watching. Oh, no, wait, you're right. Yeah, they're dancing. They dance um, when it's like Donkey... Fiona, instead of going home and consummating the death of the fairy godmother, let's stand here and watch Donkey and Puss sing. Yeah. See, I do like... So the- I, that just struck me as like they, everything's done. And I, I know that they do the competition. They I guess they planned it or whatever. But like just the fact that 
just those two main characters just standing there watching these two supporting so, characters screw around. It's just like, I don't know. Have we talked about, so I guess Far, Far Away Idol happens between the end of the movie and the end credit or mid credit teaser, I guess. Because they're still singing Live La Vida Loca. So, what was the mid credits teaser? You're right. That's when <laughs> Dragon comes back. Oh, oh yeah. With the kids. With the children. So I guess... So I, like I think it's supposed beat. to be suggest, yeah. Okay, dragons, yeah. dragons in the far, far away idol. Oh yeah, that's right. So it would have to be. Oh yeah, that's after. A good point. Yeah. Maybe. So they just like started singing the song again. Okay, hear yeah. me out. Hear me out. Yeah, though they were. Like, hey, okay. remember when yeah. we sang that earlier tonight? La la yeah. la la. Encore. Or maybe, and here's your conspiracy theory. What if the scene, the mid credit scene, takes place? During Far Far Away Idol, while they're doing the competition, Donkey oh, starts okay. just singing to himself, and Dragon comes back, and they're like, "Oh yay, okay, well now let's get back to the competition." So, <laughs> by this logic, like uh, they got rid of the desk, and Simon Cowell's like, "I have to use a bathroom or something." Uh huh. And then, and then Donkey's well, just no, sad it's just singing. off camera. It, do you ever do you see the full? Yeah, because oh. because uh, Shrek and Fiona are dancing. Well, during the mid credit scene. Okay. I have an off-the-cuff note that made me Hit think me. of that. Um, well, first, Swamp Karaoke is so much better. But yes, also, yes. Uh, it healed America. Well, speaking of America, <laughs> there's this whole thing where it's like far, far away idol. So far, far away is America, right? But we're also in medieval times, but it's also like England because everybody has British accents, but it's America and it's mm-hmm. the West. It's like yeah. a, it's kind of a mess of yes. Well, hang stuff. on, John uh, Shrek has a Scottish accent. Yeah, which is part of that island, right? So the UK. Mm, so, sure. what do you want me to do with that? And then Cameron Diaz is like, sounds like Cameron Diaz. She doesn't have an accent, even though her parents do. Um, and then Piss and Boots is from Spain, clearly. So, I guess what I'm just wondering is like, why? <laughs> It's a good question. And uh, so I, go ahead, Chris. I was going to say, I have one bit of trivia in regards to this off of the Shrek wiki. I have no reason to, to corroborate the validity of this piece of trivia, but um, apparently an online competition took place in regards to Far, Far Away Idol with the public voting. Eventually, Doris was voted the winner. The ugly stepsister. Oh, okay, cool. I'm happy for her. Well, there you go. Yeah. So that tells me that Larry King got into his show and he was like, <laughs> everybody vote for me. <laughs> people. The voice of people need to be heard. What did the ugly <laughs> stepsister sing? I forgot. Uh, I don't know. Who cares? Doesn't she sing uh, Girls Just Want to Have Fun or something? Yes, that's no, right. Yeah. It's, no, it's definitely not that. No, um, it is. Yeah. It's a beautiful girl. Yeah. You know, is that right? Yeah. I think, I think Matt is correct in this. Yeah. Some people want to hide a girl away or whatever. No, no, no. It's I. I think it's some girls just want to or girls just want to have fun. Well, now I'm. I mean, both Will and Chris had very like pointed answers. All right, so this is our. This is going to be our far, far away idol. <laughs> Listeners, go vote for which song did Larry King sing? Who's right in text <laughs> at that far, far away up. <laughs> So, Chris, what is the result? Hold on, I gotta find it. Oh, oh, you yeah. actually pulled it. I figured you would just Google it on the Shrek wiki well, or something. Well, well, 
Chris pulls that up and voters are voting. I'm going to read some of my notes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if I may. Yeah. So, uh, Donkey, when they're, uh, when, you know, everyone's leaving the swamp and Donkey is singing, he's singing the Rawhide theme song, right? Like, he's like, moving on, moving up. Hit him high. Hit him down. Get him yes. up. Yeah. So, I never knew what that was, and that's, but yeah. And that's not the first uh, TV reference they has because he mm-hmm. also references the Beverly Hillbillies with like swimming pool, movie stars. Uh, when they're going into far, far away. Uh, so he has all these TV references. When is he, well, for one, when is he watching TV? Magic and two, mirror. how is he watching TV? Yeah, but is it There's like, a TV in the does cottage, he have his own right? magic mirror? And he was house-sitting. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I didn't even think about yeah, that. So yeah, mirror. you're saying that like, while he was house-sitting, he was watching all these shows, like right. Beverly Hillbillies well, and mm-hmm. uh, Rawhide. Sure. Which begs the question then why why wasn't anyone more aware of far far away if they're on TV all the time? But you know, Shrek doesn't even know who these people are. Why would Shrek have a TV then if he wasn't watching it enough to or he wasn't watching that channel? Well he has a the mirror, I guess, which mm-hmm. somehow I, I guess he inherited that from Farquad. Right. No, I think he came to visit. The mirror is senti enough to visit How'd he get there? The then? apartment? Yeah, I was gonna say how'd he get there? <laughs> the fairy tale the fairy tale creatures brought him yeah okay. he lives with those guys I like to think that was somebody's wedding gift uh you know what <laughs> Thelonious I had the mirror so that's his gift like he's like I got you a gift my lord <laughs> a baby I like it yeah so uh Doris uh, does sing girls want to have fun however the the actual main bars of the chorus are kind of drowned out as background noise mm. when Simon and Shrek and Fiona. That's another thing I noticed is that um, when she says girls, it cuts to Fiona and Shrek. They kind of look at each other really confused and Shrek just kind of shrugs. Mm. Yeah. That is a very early 2000s type of joke. Yeah, yeah, because they also do the uh, yeah. you go, girl. Yeah. It's the equivalent yeah, of today exactly. of doing a joke like they're right behind me, aren't they? Well, that happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, the um, well, the you go girl joke was for Bad Wolf, right? So I, I think I'm conflating the two. Oh, maybe. no, that was that was also yeah. uh, ugly stepsister. I think. No, I think it's uh, you go girl. Uh, I forget. I well, I'm not pulling up the video again. That's so. even more drag, by the way. The gender confused wolf. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mention that. Yeah. Anywho. Anywho. Uh, so um, something I noticed this time around is that when Donkey storms into the uh, dinner scene, uh, as we are having dinner right now, mm-hmm. um, him and uh, Queen Lillian are not thrown off by Donkey talking. They're just annoyed that the donkey's at the dinner table, but they're not like a talking donkey. <laughs> He's a talking frog. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. It's foreshadowing because he knows that animals can talk. Mm, I like but it. he's, yeah, so... I don't know if that's intentional or not, but in my head, canon. It does seem like Far, Far Away is. is like a place where there's more magic stuff like that, right? Yep. There's talking Agreed, furniture. Yeah. There's a talking cat named Puss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot to mention the other TV reference that Donkey does is Sanford and Sons with the I'm Coming Elizabeth. So <laughs> he also watched that, I guess, during his house-sitting adventures. <laughs> yeah. I never knew what that uh, was a reference to. <laughs> Right, yeah, me that's, neither. That's Sanford and Son, yeah. Because they would always do like the heart attack thing, like, ah, Elizabeth, I'm coming, Elizabeth. Don't yeah. they reference, uh, by the way, oh. like, so they refer- he references Jack, 
like who sold him for beans, right? But then later they meet Jill. So is like Jill supposed to be the Jill from Jack and Jill? But he well, that's what know. I think. Well, Jack and because yeah, he because she Jack- patches him a pail of water. So I think that's a reference to Jack and Jill. Right. But we contested this in the previous episode. Oh, I, Jack uh, and Jill are in Puss in Boots. Oh. But also, Be- Beans Jack is different from Jack and Jill Jack. Sometimes. Yeah. I I don't know yeah. what to do now. I don't know Jack. Listeners, this is the next far, far you away idol. You don't know Jack. Vote. <laughs> yeah, you don't know Jack. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's, that was good. That was good, Chris. Oh, I, yeah, that was Chris. I oh, said it first. Uh, <laughs> it was jo- John, uh, John said, said it. John said it. Thank okay, you. So, well, thank you, Chris. Um, uh, so they allude to, I don't even think they allude. I think they actually say that Puss in Boots has killed ogres prior to his uh, rendezvous. Massively successfully, apparently. Yeah. So how many ogres do you think he has slayed in his life? All of them but Shrek. Yeah. yeah. Do you think we'll get to see that in uh, Puss in Boots 2? I hope so. I, I want to so see too. it in the director's cut of Shrek Forever yeah. After. <laughs> right, because, yeah. Just, like, there's the whole ogre army and their slaves or whatever. and then Isn't that the idea of Shrek Forever After? Is, like, those are ogres that, like, don't really exist. Isn't it that they... It's like a, it's like a, it's a wonderful life, but yeah. everything's just horrible. And it's like those those ogres stop existing after all that stuff happens, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe. I think they're still seen dancing like, at the end. Shrek... Shrek gets his happily ever after, but then his entire species dies. Right. <laughs> yeah. If you just give up your wife, Shrek. He is an ogre. Okay, so you your... Hey, he has three kids. That, uh, Chris, I'm glad you brought that up because that actually ties into a note and uh, something I wanted to kind of uh, talk about amongst the the crew and John, which is that, you know, because I was thinking about this with uh, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. Uh, do you think it was a missed opportunity to not introduce either Shrek's parents into the fold or even have Shrek talking about his parents? Because that's a part of the book and the stage musical is that Shrek is abandoned by his parents. That kind of relates to his you know, inability to want to find love in the first movie and his struggle with uh, you know, accepting love in this movie. So do you think that's I... a missed opportunity or do you think that that would have just been extra weight to a film that's already pretty breezy and clean cut as it is? I've got a hot take on that. Okay. I think that the filmmakers thought of that and they were like, if we do this, we're making an animated version of Meet the Fockers and we absolutely do not want to do that. But didn't that come out the same year? Yeah, and they basically did it anyway. (laughs) Yeah. Well, no, because like, well, Meet Meet the Fockers is the opposite. It's like, because the first movie they meet uh, her parents and and, and Meet the Fockers, they meet, you know, his his parents. parents. Right, so... And then Little Fockers, then that they opens have, it up, uh, I think is what Chris is saying, right? Of like, then you want to end up doing that storyline. Yeah. Right. So, why so, was, so the next well, Shrek movie would be Meet the Fockers, yeah. but Shrek. Well, that's what I mean. Like, so why is that not the third movie? Because Meet the Fockers is a horrible film. And didn't want to <laughs> oh, okay, that. so you're saying yeah. because of the critical and potentially commercial failure <laughs> of Meet the Fockers, they pitched that as the third film. Because of the objective rancidity of Meet the Fockers, they didn't want to follow that. I get you. Did you like Little Fockers, Chris? That's worse than Meet the that Fockers. That was gonna say that. I I don't, I I can't say I vouch for Meet the Fockers, but I, I at least can watch that one. Little Fockers is like one of the worst wow. sequels ever. Yeah, I don't Little I don't Fockers remember that much a, from it. Honestly, uh, yeah. it's terrible. Yeah, it's it's a it's a horrendous movie. I think I remember that but, movie 
ending my crush on uh, Jessica Alba. Ben Stiller. <laughs> um, ben Stiller, too, of course. And Robert De Niro. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, uh, who else is in that? Barbara Streisand? Probably. Um, uh, friggin' Dustin Hoffman or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dustin Hoffman. It's always um, either Dustin Hoffman or Sean Penn. Yeah. No, it's just, I mean, I definitely remember Dustin Hoffman in uh, Meet the Fockers. I just couldn't remember if he was in Little Fockers. Yeah, they show up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. It'll be another movie before we meet Shrek's Little Fockers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and then my last note is uh, that fairy godmother I know this time says taco. Oh, yeah. Taco because yeah, she's British. She says soft taco. And why? Uh, that just annoys me about British people. Why Why can't they just say taco? They had to say taco. They were first. Why can't we just say taco? Yeah. Because <laughs> it's taco, I think. I think it's taco. Is it taco? Well, that's not, not how you pronounce I mean, it in Spanish. So. I was going to say Spanish. Right. Ah. Yeah, that's the... Yeah, I think it is taco properly, but she's yeah. allowed she's allowed to say it that way if she wants to. Don't we're not this podcast is not attacking Ex- people's the Brits. We're, people's, we're very, we try to be inclusive on how to pronounce yeah. different foods. Like, Thank you know, that's like, true. I, I, I mispronounced several words, so I I you know maybe I'm uh, being a hypocritical. <laughs> well, I do get the sense Hot that no. maybe part of like Shrek Two does feel very geared toward appealing to Latinos. Because of the living La Vida Loca, Antonio Banderas, <laughs> the Master Zorro stuff. There's a yeah. lot of, you know, there, there's a lot of pandering going on there. Yeah. <laughs> I bet there's a deleted scene where they make fun of telenovelas or something. <laughs> but then why they, they pronounce, well, then why they mispronounce tacos? <laughs> no one finds that joke funnier than Latinos. Like, okay. I got you. British okay, people so mispronouncing our words? Yeah, Freaking okay. hilarious. Fair enough. Okay. I mis okay, I mispronounced enough. taco like for fun. Okay, <laughs> bagel. It just it just reminds me of the uh, I I haven't watched it. The reason I'm upset is because of that Great British Bake Off thing that the clip that keeps going around where they like yeah yeah you know we're trying to be uh, inclusive Appealing with Mexican culture the but they th- yeah and they they were yeah they just horrendously messed it up. Um, yeah. But in any case, uh, so I have two things planned. With mm-hmm. John here, and I want to see which one you guys, including John, want to do first. We could either do the Rotten Tomatoes game, as we do on Cinemaholics Aww. for Shrek 2, and turn the tables and have John guess the Rotten Tomatoes score for Shrek 2, or I could have uh, you, Matt, and you, Chris, guess which person related to this film John is related to. That one. So that one first? Or that one only. Uh, that one only, probably, just because we're getting. I don't. I'm. I'm. I'm seeing the the pain in Matt's eyes as. No, the... no, 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 no! Don't worry about that. <laughs> don't worry about that. Okay. We can do okay. both. All right. Okay. So yeah, both. All right, Matt. If you had to guess, who is John related to? Related to Shrek Two. And you have to be careful um, not to be racist. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I didn't think about this, but yeah, that that could be a little. This could be a little bit dicey. <laughs> I feel like when you're cautioning us you're to not be racist, you're setting us up into a specific parameter of choice here. I, I wanted yeah. to speak it because that it wouldn't. It would be. It what? wouldn't happen. <laughs> it's like oh, I said. I, 
I could give you hints, but I feel like any hints I could give would give it away. I guess. I mean, I don't even know. I'm assuming it's like a producer or someone, but I don't know the names of the producers, so I don't like know who to guess. It's not a producer. You okay. hear this person's voice. Wait. Never mind. We were talking about this particular person already. It's a voice actor. You could say that. You could say that. I actually, I want to maybe. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. You could. Chris, say do you want to guess? I don't, I don't know. Okay. Person um, has no presence at all in the first movie. If that helps. Okay. So I mean, I don't want to. I mean, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. Is John related to Antonio Banderas? I was gonna say racist. Like, 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 no. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, no. Led you right into like, it. No. You're gonna say yeah. don't be racist, and then and then yes, Antonio Banderas. That's like the go-to. Right. Yeah. So it is. I was Antonio trying to Banderas. give you a hint no, of like, not. oh, then it's not because that's too obvious. Yeah. Like he loves right, masks. Yeah. So it's not. So it's yeah. not Antonio Banderas. It is no. not Antonio Banderas. Okay. 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 I'm, is it Larry uh, King? Thank goodness. I, I wish. I, as far as I know, John is not related to Larry King. Larry King, no. Is it um, the guy with the bad seeds? The bad seeds? The bad seeds? Uh, oh, you're talking about Nick, Nick Cave. Cave? Nick Cave, yeah. I can no, but you're getting was... closer. You're getting warmer. They are? Tom Waits? <laughs> uh, no. But you, you're correct in that you are in the right medium. I, I, am but, I in the right tavern? Uh, you're in the right ballpark, but not the right. Oh, so it's some. Location. It's a song. It's a song that's in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Is is John related to Ricky Martin? Like that's what? correct. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. He's my cousin. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> nice. Ricky Martin's a Negroni, on his uh, mom's side. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Cool. It's not that awesome. He's kind of a bad person. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I think I've heard that. <laughs> but uh, it is true. But Live in La Vida Loca is a great song, and if there's a version of it on YouTube that's in a major key, and it sounds like a Disney Channel theme song. Speaking of Disney Smash Channel Mouth. theme songs, Matt, have you watched the um, the defunct I video? I know I you haven't. I'm just setting it up so you can say it. Oh, you... Oh. Did you already said it earlier. <laughs> that's right. I was going to say, I was like, I thought I mentioned it. Yeah, no, I, there's a def- Go ahead. Tell, tell the people what it is. Um, well, my question is, can you, do you guys know the theme song to the Disney channel? Like, can you bam, actually, bam, bam, bam. okay. Yeah. I want to see if anyone could like, cause, uh, in that video, uh, it's, uh, for the YouTube channel, defunct land, he investigates like who wrote it. Um, yeah, like who's the person from. who wrote it and it's a great video, but, uh, there's a part of it where they're like, Oh, can you do the like Disney channel theme song? Or do you remember it? And he <laughs> asked a bunch of people and, like a bunch of people didn't get it. And I was like, whatever I can do it. And then I did. And then they get to somebody who can, but I was like, if anyone here could get it, I guess it would be Matt, but because I don't think Will you watched any Disney Channel, right? Will didn't have a TV, right? Well, I had a TV, <laughs> yeah, but not a TV. I didn't have TV. cable. I had basic cable growing up. I didn't have cable. Cable. Did you watch I Disney didn't say Channel? A first? TV. I said TV. <laughs> it's not HBO. It's TV. Yeah, it's not TV. It's HBO. No, I did that on um, purpose. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's play the A Ogre to its Ogre version of the Rotten Tomatoes. Wait, game I was asking Chris if Chris had watched Disney oh, Channel. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, not really. Okay. I was more of a Cartoon Network guy. I was an and HBO. I was an Equal Opportunity Kids Network watcher. 
Little yeah, Eight will be tuned in every week for the Sopranos well, which, uh, new episode. So then, which order, Matt, did you do like when you were channel surfing? Because I had a specific. Start order. with Nickelodeon forty-two, then go to Disney Channel at twenty-seven, and then go to Cartoon Network at fifty. We're almost the same. I I started with Nickelodeon, but then I'd go to Cartoon Network, and then mm-hmm. I'd go to Disney Channel. So I respect that. That's what I, I was, do now. <laughs> I was pretty. Um, restricted from from media when i was a kid like mm. it was like not very much tv except for lost on thursdays or whatever it was <laughs> um and then only an hour at a time of of playing on the computer mm. so sorry for stretching the time okay. what games would you play on the computer uh runescape no what's that math one mighty math Mighty Math? I don't think so, but uh, close enough. Should I played Mighty Math or whatever it was. Played the pinball was game, like puzzles and stuff. Yeah, the, the pinball, one. the free, the free Windows pinball Reader game. Reader Rabbit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there was 3D Ultra Pinball, and whatever, whatever ten dollar game you might run across in a Target or whatever. I would so. just go to addictinggames.com. So yeah, addicting games. Go through it. Mm, Newgrounds when I New was grounds. in high school. Yeah. I used to watch Mario videos on Newgrounds. Um, so, John, what do you think the Rotten Tomatoes score of Shrek Two is? I was gonna say. Well, does anyone know it uh, uh, at this point? Uh, I don't. Before not I, off, okay. Top of my head. No one knows it, all right? Play. I know it. You do? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'll, with, I'll with ask a certain Chris degree of Lass. certainty. Okay, I'll ask Chris last, but we'll start with John. Well, John, what's your guess? My guess is that for- it would be pretty high. Because it was a pretty successful movie, highly rated, um, by me. So I'm gonna go with fourth highest grossing film of all time when it came out. It is a very successful movie, and I think critics probably liked it, but they probably weren't like unanimously in love with it. So I'm gonna say eighty nine percent. All right, and Matt. Okay, um, I'm going to err on the side of caution a little bit more, and I'm going to say 82. Okay. And uh, Chris, what is your uh, guess? This is um, credit scores, right? Yep, that's the critic score. 89. Okay, well, John just said that, so can you... Uh, he can guess it, too. <laughs> All right, you what know if what? that's what it Fine. is, and then... Well, you know what, John, Chris, you are exactly on the money. No way, eighty-nine <laughs> percent. That was very High good, five, John. Chris. <laughs> and very good, Chris. Though, uh, though, Chris, I guess had a little bit of help. So, uh, oh, sounds to me like you said you saw this podcast doesn't allow swearing. What was that? I said you're lucky this podcast doesn't allow swearing. Yeah, that's a good. That's this is the power I lord. What's the cinema score on this podcast? Uh, I'm gonna look that up after, as you guys are guessing. <laughs> the that audience one I don't score. know. Um, cinema score, audience score. No audience score for Shrek. I, I, I was asking if we were gonna do the cinema score. We're getting there. <laughs> Let's start with the audience score. Sorry. Um, uh, ninety-six. Okay, and Chris. 94 and john 
I'm just gonna. I I literally was gonna say 95 the whole time. So <laughs> I'm, I'm digging the most dangerous one because. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll do so it. You got one guys, shot. I'm going for it. I mean, you that was my are, that was my gut guess. So. You guys are all much too high. Oh, oh that's good. Sad. Really. So uh, price is right. So then yeah, Chris so, gets it. Chris, remind me what the yeah no, no remind me what everyone's scores was again. I was ninety six. Okay, ninety five. Jump. Yeah, we were hugging the middle of the nineties. Yeah, we said. Uh, so US ninety six. What was your score, John? Ninety five. Ninety five, and Chris, you were ninety four. Four. Okay. Well, one of you has the right numbers, but it's flipped. Couldn't be sixty nine, baby. Yep, it's 69, baby. That's, nice. that's really low. What? Wow. That is low. That doesn't make any sense. Also also wrong. Is that because yeah. like of the drag stuff? And so people went back and like review bombed it? <laughs> I don't it's know. It's not for I kids. Mean, I, would, uh, I would guess not, but I don't. I can't say for Dang, sure. Dang, and I was going to guess for cinema score it's an A+, but now I'm not so sure. I'm going to guess yeah. A- minus for cinema score. Cinema score? Okay, an A-. minus. What about... Uh, uh, Matt B plus B plus and then I'm stick to my I'm gonna stick to my guns and say A plus that's what my heart wants so mm. okay well let's see here I'm still I said not an uh, A plus it was too late locked in it is a straight A oh so so between me and John who wins yeah we can share that crown yeah, yeah okay, we'll share well, it. well you guys I'm are bad. already sharing the I'm crown for the critic game. score so uh you know what's gonna... yeah but that means chris <laughs> is ahead because he got he's closer than the audience score so chris chris mm, is uh, the victor well i was gonna chris say wins. what really is going to determine it is the letter box uh, score ooh. so this will really determine who wins this I game how many people have watched it on letterbox it's gotta be a lot 4.7 uh, according to Letterbox, uh, it's one million. No way. That's Wait, does, I've never does seen John, it that one, high. Does John have a leg up because he reviewed this on Letterbox and thus can possibly see the score? I didn't see this. Uh, I, I didn't see the score. I mean, he is the guest, so I guess it's okay if he did. But, <laughs> but don't look at the score. No, I I did log uh, it on Letterbox, but I didn't see anything besides my Letterbox review. Okay, so what are you gonna guess, John? Um. See, I have a feeling that it's letterboxed. So it's so to me, it's going to be a mix of people. It's going to be a lot of people who logged this around the time Shrek became really popular again. People mm-hmm. memed it a lot. And I also think there are a lot of edgelords. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with a similar strategy as Rotten Tomatoes and do 3.9. I'm going to change mine to 4.2. Okay. And what about you, Matt? Three point seven. <laughs> well, you know what? I gotta give props to my man John. <laughs> because not only was he closest, he was right on the money. It's three point nine. Wow. So he wins. All right. This, Congratulations. This, uh, one and only uh edition mm-hmm. of uh the any ogre to its ogre rotten tomatoes game. And that's our show. America's favorite game show. Yeah, America's favorite game show. Uh, And you can always play along on the latest episodes of Cinemaholics. That's where you can find me and Will arguing. 
Yes. Bickering. <laughs> uh, we got episode 300 coming up. It's very exciting. Oh, man. It might actually already be out by the time uh, this episode comes yeah. out, so we'll find out. But yeah, that's it. That's our show. John. We did it. John, thank you so much for joining us once again on this podcast. Thanks for inviting me, even though I don't come when you invite me. It's true. <laughs> we love you, John. But you came Thanks this for, time. Yeah. And I would say happy Thanksgiving for coming uh, on to this podcast. Uh, yeah. There you go. Thanks for giving yeah, me the there time. There you go. <laughs> Made me happy. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, uh, you know, uh, there was initially some animosity between the, you know, the DreamWorks guys and the Pixar guy. Mm-hmm. Coming into this, that was a bit that we didn't establish, but yeah, the bit you know, that we forgot to do. Yeah, we forgot to do, but you know, we're finally here. We're all getting along. It's a wonderful time. You can save it for yeah. like when Matt is the Muppets guy, and then there you go. somebody there you is go. like the Sesame Street guy. Mm-hmm. Something. I guess that's the same. Yeah. There you go. Still, but yeah, uh, I'm Will. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. I'm hungry. When are we going to finally eat this dinner? <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> Let's dig in now. Uh, but before we do, let me just say, uh, I lost my train of thought. Remember, folks. Uh, yeah, remember, folks. It ain't ogre. Till it's ogre. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. This cranberry sauce is getting so much to do, so much to see, 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 so much to do, so much to see.